0: It's Mike and John, and we're back live at the Remax Platinum Studios, courtesy of our good friend Jordan Genso. Yep. We, uh, Remax Platinum team. And the, they made it through. Did you make it through? Wow, you talk about the damage. Yeah. I think 96 is still closed near it, Williamston. It is. Between Williamston yeah. and uh, Fowlerville due to the tornado last night yeah. and all the damage that hit there. And you know, we, we asked people to send videos and, and pictures of how they made it through last night. And just, just Mother Nature was in a mood. Right, she was in a mood. It's two she days was. in a row. I mean, we had
1: some uh, pretty serious stuff. Come what did you do on Wednesday night? <laughs> yes, and uh, and actually, Wednesday night, I, I went to, I didn't. I slept through the whole thing.
0: You and, slept through all yeah, that thunder, yeah. lightning, and, and I rain. Up,
1: I got up on Thursday morning go. to let my dog out, and Perhaps. I opened the door, and I go, "Oh, it must have rained." And and then I go, "Oh, wait a minute! All of my backyard is in my front yard." <laughs> yeah, so that was when I realized. But last night, Thursday night, <coughs> yeah, was- uh, you know, tornado warning. Uh, we'll have a complete uh, look at that here coming up in a, in a minute in news, but
0: uh, yeah, it's um, pretty severe. Hopefully, no uh, serious injuries. Um, we'll have more coming up in uh, just a little bit. A lot to do today here on Mike and John. Got it going on. We'll find out if we got a winner in last night's TNT Thursday Night Trivia for those tickets to see Desperate Measures Yes. at the Dio. That includes Dinner for Two, too. Well, Dinner for two, two. two, also. Oh, It's all together, one package. Right. Dinner and the show. Exactly. exactly. See if we got a winner last night. We'll also be talking from uh, a member of the, the cast. Yes, Michael Bessum, who plays... Uh,
1: a character. Yeah, it's, it, we'll it's, have him pronounce the character's there's name. There's too many letters. Yeah, it's quite in a, a name. It's quite find a find. Something. Yeah. So we'll let uh, we'll let him do that. But uh,
0: yeah, we'll be talking with him in just a few minutes. Also, the less you know with Rich Pearlberg. What are we talking about today? We we're
1: talking about um, the potential for movie incentives, the taxes. Uh, incentives. you Remember there was a whole big movie program in Michigan like 10, 15 well, there years ago the so there's no incentives yeah, well, right now there's that. <laughs> uh and so they're talking about redoing them and trying to uh, bring back the movie
0: industry so mm-hmm. we'll see. Uh well there's there's always stage plays, Community Theater of Howell has a true man yeah. coming up. And they're thinking about changing the name of that the to, the, man uh, to the to the not-so-slender man. <laughs> okay. The kind of slender guy. Are they body-shaming? Is it body-shaming <laughs> when with you the thin dude, man? Yeah. Hey, thinny. Hey. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So, Food pick man. Uh, J.D., you going to join us with Throwback Trivia. We'll get to uh, our This Week in History lesson in just a little while as well. And before we started the show, I, I felt bad about my wife and I actually felt really bad about missing your birthday. Oh, really? So she sent this gift for you. <laughs> Uh-oh. What There's, is this? There you go. You can read okay. the little little card and then show uh, it off says, to our audience. Happy belated birthday from your friends at AARP. Look at this. <laughs> when you sign up, they give you this sturdy... <laughs> <laughs> And well, that that's little carry case, that's sweet. Now, I want to make clear, they didn't send, you're giving this to me, which is very well, nice. Well, it's from my mother-in-law, too, okay. but it came from her, because yeah. I not Oh, I thought they sent a, it to you. No, I haven't signed up. Yeah. I'm, I'm too young. No, you're not. <laughs> and <laughs> neither am I, because I got something young. in the mail, I was like, ah! So, happy belated oh, birthday. Wow. You can put all your stuff in there, and it can be a news bag. I could have used this last night. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it would have protected you from Not much. Not too much. You, you yeah. can fold well, that very file nice. thank thir- you, thank you so much. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure you'll keep that. Yeah,
1: that's, this, is really, this is really a lovely gift. <laughs> all right.
0: Anyway. Um, all right. Let's get to the news. Of course, the storm, the big news. Our, our story is brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton. Absolutely. A suspected tornado touched down near Williamston Thursday
1: night as a cell of severe thunderstorms moved across mid-Michigan, including Livingston County, 80-mile-per-hour winds over overturning trucks and small vehicles, bringing down hundreds of trees and power lines. So far, five fatalities have been linked to the storm. One person was reported to have been killed on I-96 near Williamston Road, uh, an incident there involving about 25 vehicles. Three people, a mother and two children, were reported to have been killed in a crash near Cedar Springs on the west side of the state. And another person died in Lansing when a tree fell in their home. At 9.37 p.m. Thursday, the National Weather Service issued a tornado warning for central Livingston County after a large and extremely dangerous tornado was located by radar near Williamston or near Fowlerville. It was moving east at about 40 miles per hour. The National Weather Service office in Detroit said the tornado warning was based on the strength of the rotation and debris signature. Uh, Ingham County officials said a funnel cloud did touch down in the eastern portion of the county, but confirmation of a tornado can't be made until National Weather Service teams survey the ground damage, which they are doing uh, today, Friday. Now as it crossed the Livingston County line, according to the National Weather Service, the tornado extended into Livingston County but then rapidly weakened and they are doing that tornado survey. Uh, but officials with the Northeast Ingham Emergency Services Authority said 15 residents were evacuated from the Haven of Rest Senior Care Living that's near Williamston due to wind damage to the facility. Fortunately, just one minor injury, but apparently the roof more or less collapsed in on that structure. Uh, officials had to shut down 996 and as Mike mentioned, it is still shut down. And this is midday on Friday. Uh, It's closed in both directions. Uh, And Michigan State Police are saying uh, eastbound and westbound 96 closed between Williamston Road and M52. They're advising motorists to avoid the area and find another route. And it's unknown when the road will reopen. Meanwhile, more than 27,000 homes and businesses are without power Friday morning uh, due to the storm. That's here in Livingston County, among more than 450,000 outages statewide. Uh, and, of course, restoration times uh, not yet being provided. Uh, crews are out uh, surveying the damage, and that's going to take them a little bit uh, to kind of figure all that out. But, uh, yeah, quite, uh, quite a mess from last night.
0: Yeah, it was a double whammy the past couple of nights, so... News brought to you by our friends at Cooper and Binkley Jewelers on Main Street in downtown Brighton. Main Street is open in front of Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. That means you can go in and check out the beautiful new Zagani pieces that have just arrived at Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. You can get a little preview on their Facebook page, Barb and Lindsay, uh, showing off some of the latest Zagani designs available at Cooper and Binkley Jewelers just in time for your pre-holiday shopping. and. Isn't there a party that goes on tonight? It I is. believe there is a party on yes. Main Street. Uh, good thing it wasn't last Yeah, that's <laughs> that, that, that would not have been good. Our no. friend Jill Jackett's performing tonight yep. at the Amp. Yeah, the street-warming party. Yeah.
1: Uh, and it's actually a two-day thing. It'll be tonight uh, with Jill Jack, like you mentioned, and then tomorrow uh, there'll be like four different stages set up along Main Street, and there'll be some sales businesses. I know Cooper and Binkley Jewelers, for instance, is one of those that's participating in that. So lots to do downtown, but the street-warming
0: party, uh, Friday night and Saturday in Brighton. And, of course, Cooper and Binkley Jewelers are a big part of that, and they are going back. Remember last year, we lost a little power. We, we, we didn't pay that the pro- bill for the <laughs> <laughs>
1: someone forgot to plug in the
0: lights Somebody and charge, didn't charge them up. <laughs> That's someone. Cooper, yeah. you know? She's not here. That's worry. why. <laughs> anyway, hippie. Cooper and Binkley Jewelers are headed back to Antwerp, Belgium. If you remember last year, we told you about uh, their trip to Antwerp. That's right. the the diamond capital of the world. Hundreds and hundreds of diamonds for them to inspect and shop for you. So if you need more details, be sure to stop by the store downtown Brighton on Main Street, Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. Thanks for being such a great supporter of not only the podcast, but the community as well. All right. So uh, our first guest, how do you pronounce that name again? Michael Bessam. No, not that. That's the name. I guess we'll give I mean, Michael a call. Oh, we're
1: going right to that. Okay. And find out.
0: All right, I guess he's skipping over everything. Just... No, I got I got the first guest, then yeah. I have trivia Oh, okay. See, that's what you sent me. So I don't know what that is. <laughs> Cougar, hello. <laughs> hey, Hi. Michael. It's Mike and John. How you doing? I'm doing great. How y'all doing? All right, very well. And uh, we appreciate you joining us this morning. Of course, uh, you're uh, you're in the Desperate Measures cast, starring as yes.
2: Governor. Otto von richter henken Flickt
1: i am sorry, can you say yeah, that on Say the that internet?
2: again. <laughs> <laughs> his, uh, his full name is uh, Governor Otto von richter henken <laughs> All Right
0: now, how, how many of the members in the play have to pronounce that name throughout the, uh,
2: throughout the show? Un- unfortunately, there's only one other person that has to say it, and they only say it once. Uh, now, do you have to say it <laughs> yeah. a lot? Like, introducing I, yourself? I do. I actually have an entire song <laughs> where I say it probably four or five times in the song. <laughs> this okay. is like
0: super califragilistic It just has it. It just rolls off yes. the tongue when you're singing it, right? Yeah.
2: Yes, absolutely. Well, I'm very narcissistic about
0: it. <laughs> and of course,
1: the play, Desperate Measures, and uh, tonight is, is tonight's opening night, right? Uh,
2: we actually opened last Friday. Oh, okay. I knew that.
0: Yeah, you knew yes. that. You new so, but
2: judging by okay. the reviews I've read <laughs> on Facebook,
3: I thought
2: it opened already. <laughs> All
0: right. So tell us a little about the play for those that haven't heard of uh, the storyline. Give us a little bit of background.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So Desperate Measures, Measures, uh, it's a musical comedy adaptation, and I say adaptation with the most liberal looseness that you can ever possibly imagine of William Shakespeare's Measure for Measure, um, and it's all done in iambic pentameter. Um, and I say loose because it's set in like 1800s Arizona, and it's about uh, a, a governor who has condemned uh, young Johnny Blood to hang, and a, a hodgepodge of characters come together in an attempt to save uh, Johnny Blood from hanging. Uh, and, and I, Play governor von Richter Hanken flick Guttruuber the uh, kind of Disney villain so you can say of of this production uh, who's trying t- to hang him for his wrongdoings
0: you know with a with a name like that I'm just envisioning a mustache like uh, sniley Whiplash. whiplash. <laughs>
2: yeah little girl on the end oh uh, yeah i wish i could grow a mustache because we definitely would have that in there yeah
1: well since we definitely know that last week was opening weekend yes and, we and the reviews were awesome by the way yes uh and so now going into your second weekend which we definitely knew um
3: <laughs> so uh
1: that name itself i mean have you has there been a moment where you've Tripped over it, or how long would it take you to to nail that name? Oh my
2: god. That was probably the first thing I did once I got kind of the, the casting for this. I spent, admittedly, way longer on this than it should have taken. It probably took me two to three days of just whispering this to myself throughout the day, just walking around the house going von Richter Von Richter, Henkenlicker. <laughs> you should and do that in the trying. store, walking around fire. Yeah, just, <laughs> just trying to nail it because it, it was. It's honestly one of the hardest parts of life. What I do, yeah, and yeah. he's, it's, he's this flamboyant, arrogant German military governor set in Arizona, and so everything he does is over the top. But if I can't say the name right, yeah, I got nothing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so. So tell us about some of the other characters in the cast that uh that will add to the fun and the music absolutely
2: so it's it's a really small cast six person cast um and this cast is out of this world talented so we have a guy named james fisher who plays johnny blood he's our kind of our hero so to speak of the story um and he's he's a little uh uh slow on the uptake sometimes but he means really well and he's in love with this uh exotic dancer uh who goes by the name of bella and she gets wrapped up in this plot uh hatched by the sheriff of the town along with johnny blood's sister uh played uh, by Monica Spencer, and the, she's a novice nun. And so you have the sheriff, uh, played by Steve, yeah. and the nun. And they put together this plot along with a priest who has also been thrown in jail for drinking too much. And <laughs> between the four of them, uh, they they attempt to overthrow uh, four or five of them between, between the group of them they attempt to overthrow my plots to uh, hang Johnny, and it's just—it's a big hoot in the holler.
1: Well, you uh, just describing it sounds pretty funny, yeah. so I think
2: people will uh, be able
1: to enjoy the show. Uh, desperate measures uh, at the Dio. How long is it running for?
2: So we are in our second of six weekends. So we uh, wait, this
3: is your
1: second
2: weekend?
0: Way... Is second, weekend. second weekend. It is the second weekend. Second weekend. I think they already opened the second down. weekend. Wow.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have had the most amazing response to our first three shows uh, last weekend, and as you said, like the reviews have been coming out, they've been spectacular, and audiences have been so good, um, and so we're really looking forward to this run. I think we run t- through the 24th, um, with a possible, uh, depending on rain and covid and, and everything we have a, an extra weekend just in case so
0: all right so so through the well, month of september those yeah, weekends absolutely. excellent
1: very awesome And of course uh the dio theater is uh, the place to go for a unique night out of course uh, livingston county's multi-award winning dinner theater whether it's date night or the celebration of a special event the dio offers an unforgettable night of food and live broadway style entertainment sure to earn you a standing ovation and, and maybe even you, Michael. I'm sure. Uh, visit dialtheater.com for tickets and show information and Desperate Measures, uh, the show that's uh, on right now. And it sounds like uh, it sounds like a great show. So uh, thank you very much for for joining us, Michael.
2: Thanks for having me. All right, Michael.
0: Thanks again. And you know, in uh, last night's uh, trivia question, uh, we we did put up a up for grabs dinner for two at the dial with the show. Right. Desperate Measures, and our winner will be able to call the dial. And set up the date that they want to go see the show right so let's take a look at that trivia question last night the bonus night trivia question brought to you by our friends at firehouse door serving Livingston County for over 25 years with unparalleled service and products the question if you can do this studies show you'll probably increase the amount of sleep you get do what Solve the world's problems, said John King. Well, yeah. No. That won't, no, that won't help. <laughs> if you can do this, studies show you'll probably increase the amount of sleep you get. Hmm. What is it? A lot of people had great answers like, you know, open a window or turn off your computers, don't watch TV. <laughs> and I want to compliment our trivia guessers. Yeah.
1: Last night when the tornado warning was sounded and I posted that on Facebook and I started seeing notifications come in, I thought, oh, people are responding. No, they were still answering the trivia.
0: Well, they were hiding in a safe place answering the trivia question on their phones. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Cherie said, let your pet sleep with you. Go to bed at the same time every night. Uh, same time every right, night. Right, right. You know, get in that sleep pattern. Uh, read before you go to bed. Somebody said,
1: uh, get a CPAP machine, obviously. Yeah, that way, let your sleep mate better. sleep a little.
0: Right. Um, Uh, Not go to bed angry. That was a great guess. Greg said snore first. So get the (laughs) snoring out of the way. (laughs) Sure. And you'll be able to sleep more. I don't think we got a correct answer. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, The answer was very interesting. And once you hear it, you go, whoa. Yeah. (laughs) Because it it cuts back on the worry. Yeah. And it's not drink a bottle of wine. No. No, you got to remember with our trivia
1: questions, it's never the obvious answer. Not usually. Not you.
0: Yeah. Not I never, probably should have put it, it, it for this
1: one. It's, it's, it's not usually the obvious answer, and so in other words, a lot of the answers seem to be indicative of, like, oh, these are things that experts will recommend to get a better night's sleep, right?
0: And the experts could recommend right. <laughs> this till the the tides dry out. Yeah, they sure can. And, <laughs> and you still might not get that good right. night's sleep. No, the answer. Was make more money. Mm. So if you make more money, you'll be able to possibly or probably get a better night's sleep. Right. So that means we still have these tickets. All right to the show. Well, I, I, I believe should. this is their second weekend. I think. I think. <laughs> I think Michael von. Yeah, the the, the Michael the count. Yeah, the <laughs> guy. The yeah, the, uh, yeah. Uh, Count that, Michael. Um. I, wasn't he a captain? Or uh, was he captain? Oh, captain Vaughn. I made him a captain. Yeah, Captain right, Vaughn. Yeah, we'll no, no it's not a account. There's a difference between a captain and an account. That account is, <laughs> as a vampire uh, from Sesame of, Street. I think a account on Sesame Street. Uh, <laughs> no. So that means we have these tickets to give yeah. away, and we'll do it. Uh, I'll put them up for grabs on Sunday night. Okay. All right, so we'll have uh, the question Sunday night in SNT, and we'll give you a chance to find out if you won those uh, on Facebook on Monday. Right.
1: So uh, again, the answer to Thursday night's trivia was
0: earn more money. Yes, make more money. If you can sure. make more money, studies show
1: you'll probably sure. increase the amount of
0: sleep you get. Yeah.
1: So hey, you know, also coming up on Sunday.
0: Sunday. It's the
1: end of summer back to school bash for the walk to end
0: Alzheimer's. And a great opportunity for you to join us. Yeah, on the Got It Going On team. Right. We'll be out there from 11 to 3. This is at Tapins off Grand River in Genoa Township. And we've got unis we're handing out. Yeah, we'll have... We call uh, them unis. They sound a little better than t-shirts. Do they though? I don't know. <laughs> <had> the uniform. <laughs> okay. Everybody loves a person in well,
1: uniform. Yeah, yeah. Man, I mean, these style. are I mean, these are quality shirts. Yes, they so, are. So we'll have our team got it going on t-shirts, uh, and we'll be giving you a chance to walk away with one of those. We've got uh, uh, some Mike and John custom mugs swag. They call it. Uh, yeah, they do whoever they are, and um, also a $50 Visa gift card. So it's your chance to win all those things. And, of course, we want you to sign up uh, for Team Got It Going On, which you can do online. Go to MikeAndJohnPodcast.com. You'll see the link towards the top there. That will take you to our sign-up page, and you can sign up for Team Got It Going On for the Walked End Alzheimer's coming up September 30th in downtown Howell. Uh, So we are looking forward to that. Um, but yes. your chance uh, this Sunday to come join us, and again, that's the Walked In Alzheimer's End of Summer Back to School Bash at Tapins in Genoa Township. We'll be out there from 11 to 3. Yeah, I we're going to be there
0: on Sunday from 11 to 3 Did you, at uh, tapins Is
1: that our second weekend there? <laughs> it's our second is weekend our there. S- we didn't
0: make it to the first weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but we're going to be there for the second weekend at tapins You know,
1: you can't expect me to read the things no, I sent
0: know. you. Know, <laughs> <laughs> the other thing <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, we may have to park our vehicles a little further away. I don't um, know why you would say that. <laughs> so we hope to see you out there come on by and say hi it's going to be a good time for obviously a great cause Yes, yeah, absolutely uh, the walk to end Alzheimer's and uh, that walk coming up at the end of September and we'd love to have you on our team would we or would we not
1: well yeah of course we would you know I, I, somebody else who's got a permanent invitation who's to that? join our team
0: Rich Perlberg. oh I thought you were going to say Margot Robbie well yeah that, here. Guess, that goes without saying <laughs> Rich Perlberg. Hey, how you guys doing? Yeah, well, we're doing okay. Uh, we we made it through the storm. How about you? Any damage? No damage at all. Yeah. No damage. at all. Are you
4: in the area? Or are you on the road again? I am on the road. I'm up, I'm, I'm I'm in I'm in Hollywood. I'm interviewing people for uh, for today's segment.
0: <laughs> Excellent. Uh oh. <laughs> What's today's segment? When you going back to work? <laughs> 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 you know, this is the thing. You bring that up because I, I, I'm guessing you're going to talk about the the SAG and AFTA. Uh, uh, strike, the writers and actors strike? I'm not going really. to talk about a
4: strike. Oh. It's, no, it, the strike. No, the tax credits. Is oh, the strike's been going text. on for a while. Yeah, is yeah. it is, is the is second weekend? <laughs> it's the second weekend, yes. Second weekend of the strike, weekend. yeah. It's been <laughs> a real long I think weekend. it's the second
1: month of the strike, actually.
4: <laughs> but I noticed all the I shows... Trying, that are... I, I wanted to get that in there, and I didn't <laughs> yeah. think I'd be able to <laughs> nice, squeeze nice it. Job. Well, nice job. Smooth. nice talking to Gotta let
3: you go.
0: Well, when you see promos on TV, and I'm, I know I'm going off track here, but you see promos on TV for the upcoming seasons of like Buddy Camp and all these yeah. stupid reality shows they're putting on. You're like, yeah. really? This is what we're gonna this get? Is it? No wonder people are streaming stuff or watching rented movies. I, before I'm you watching reruns of the Colbert
4: Colbert yeah. uh, uh, monologues, and and this morning's one was uh, the midterm elections, 2022. <laughs>
0: I mean, <laughs> pretty sad, you know. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know. I'm going to recommend everybody loves Raymond. So, they,
1: they, all right. <laughs> they, could, they could rerun a, a Trump indictment. I mean, you got four of them. Um,
4: oh,
0: yeah, they're doing reruns. They just, yeah. they ran another one
4: yesterday about
0: Trump being indicted. Didn't <laughs> well, they just do that story. I thought
1: these writers were on strike.
0: When's somebody uh, going to fire all right, let's get to, to 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 what we're really seriously talking about here—the movie incentives.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michigan, I know I'm so. the I'm the grouch, right? Because everybody likes movie incentives. Why not bring them in here? But because you know we we do enough movie incentives, uh, we'll go to dinner and next at the next table. Will be Tom Hanks and Mary Pickford or somebody like that. Mary Pickford, <laughs> 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 She's like a little
1: fit. <laughs> <laughs> His skin and bones. <laughs> Way to make it relevant,
4: Rich. <laughs> I do what I can. I want to. I want to be. Howdy, so, man.
1: Margot Robbie a uh, billion dollars at the box office. We're going with Barry uh, Pickford. Got
4: it. <laughs> Olivia Donald, Okay. Now, now they're talking again. I, I I suspect it's the Democrats this time around. Although the last time it had almost 100 percent backing for for tax, what they call tax credits. Yeah, which is which is really, I mean, they called it tax credits before, but what it really was was a f- covering with tax dollars covering forty percent of a movie production's uh, cost if they if they came to Michigan and filmed in Michigan. 40%. You know, now, this time
0: around they're saying, no, it's tax credits. It's only going to be 30%. and, and But to even so, the goal is to pump money back into the economy by the, the cruise uh, and the... Uh, I mean, essentially, yeah, before,
1: before when we had the, the, the movie industry here doing a lot of, of work, which we in, in Livingston County and Howell actually have experience. John with. took advantage uh, of uh, that. Absolutely. There the was, there was uh, uh, both a TV
4: show and a movie. Yeah, the, the wannabes, wannabes and then the movie the High, high school. school. You
0: know, I'm going to have to write I'm one of these for this strike. Uh, Hillary,
4: so Hillary, <laughs> Hillary Swank, his contemporary, yeah. Hillary Swank was in town and she bought some stuff in the Western Wear. Right, so. right. Now, but so I, let me I ask just, you this Can you tell me how much money was spent and how much tax dollars I, was I, 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 spent? I think she spent about six
0: ninety nine. I know they did an
4: analysis. They did an analysis after the fact. The law said, John, because I the the law specifically said, yeah, we can't release the details on this. Just take our word for it. It's doing well. No, you mean the old one, the yeah, old the old but, system. But the new right. one will,
1: will won't be. Yeah. I mean, I mean, basically breaking it down and just to simplify things, I mean, as I understood it before, the filmmakers were granted, they were given like a, they were just given money uh, yes. incentives right up front. Like here's. Ten million dollars, come shoot a movie here or whatever it was. No, you said if you said you spent
4: ten million dollars, the state would write you a check for four million.
1: Okay,
3: this current,
1: <laughs> this, this This, cur- deal, huh? right. this current <laughs> proposed thing is we you will be eligible for a tax credit after
0: the fact. See, well, like I think you've that's how they, shot shot they should have the done film, it though to begin with. Honestly, you know, it's like like you say, you're just giving them money to. That's what we were doing, just giving them money to shoot these these films. Or TV shows, whatever it may be, right, and now
1: it's a tax. Credit. Now,
0: now it's that's what it should be. But
1: you're saying, and I, uh, let me just say, I'll, I'll say this: so, so when the wannabes was shooting at uh, Parker uh that time Parker Studios. Yeah. <laughs> Another great use of time. Yeah,
0: that's John. a whole Let's different go. conversation. We <laughs> could have moved the podcast there, John. But, you know, <laughs> actually,
1: maybe a future uh, conversation we can have about the quarter billion dollar bond that the Howell Public Schools oh, are putting up. Uh um, that a lot of money that's yet? a little bit of money. Um and not uh, anyway, Lizard uh, but when the wannabes was shooting focus. Yeah, focus. Sorry, focus. I know focus. I'm sorry. Uh but when the wannabes was shooting at Parker uh you know i did one of the episodes and uh had a bit part and i played a a newscaster way off type and um, (laughs) now i just remember this it's completely anecdotal i understand that but when i went there uh and and they were doing my makeup which you know took seven or eight hours Mm -hmm. uh, um, (laughs) for a three minute piece (laughs) (laughs) So, but i remember talking to the young lady and she was talking about how she had been you know she was unemployed at the time and her boyfriend was working a, a minimum wage job and when they were both involved now in the movie industry her boyfriend had opened up a catering business and he was you know uh, getting these catering gigs on these various shoots uh, she was doing makeup now professionally and and you know it seemed to be uh, and again totally anecdotal but from these two people's perspective they were like wow, this is such a great thing and that it was entrepreneurial I guess in that sense that you could see like this is creating other sure. opportunities,
4: but again, that, and that, that was the theory behind right, it. And I right. you know, appreciate your saying The idea was not only creating these uh, uh, auxiliary jobs, but if you had enough movies or TV productions coming to the state, that would provide the uh, motivation for more permanent uh, businesses to start—sound stages, production companies, things like that. The thing—the thing is that, and I think this is purposeful, there's never been any really good studies to see, does that really work? Yes, you can find somebody. How about a, how about a tax program that gives uh, podcasters $50,000? Uh, uh, well, sure. Year? I
1: think
3: that's
4: a good idea. We are putting <laughs> and, and our, our they, backing behind that. <laughs> and if they talk to you, you'd say, yeah, that's a good idea. But uh, Georgia is by far the most uh, uh, aggressive state in in, te- in movie tax credits. They're like they spend twice as much right. as the next highest state, which is New York. They spend more than California does. And on one level, they're very successful. Like, you Remember the show Ozarks? Yeah, uh, That was all about Arkansas? It was filmed entirely. Right. Entirely. Walking
1: Dead uh, was shot okay. almost entirely. Uh, who's the
4: comedian? Melissa McCarthy. She actually was doing so many shows on her, she bought a house out there. But even in Georgia, they can't find any studies in the state. For, I think, obvious reasons, won't uh, funding that say whether or not it actually is a plus business for and, you know and here's my question if it's such a good idea then why don't we do it for all businesses why don't we have tax credits for any business that wants to come or expand in michigan and we'll give them a 30 percent tax credit. well we do
1: have uh, you know look at the the michigan I'm, uh, economic development corporation the uh, semi-autonomous government agency that doles out Tens, hundreds of millions of dollars to different industries and businesses. Uh, and have you
4: ever seen that the, the, those work? Yeah, I mean, I mean, they, the, that's the big question. The, I there's a guy named Patrick to- Anderson who did a big consulting study to find out do these things actually work. And he found out that some of them came out better than others. But what he really discovered was he was the first person ever to even look into seeing if if the companies that were uh, incentivized by tax breaks actually came through with what they promised. Nobody once they come into town they say, Oh look, no, right. we have a ribbon cutting and go right. away. Right. And, and and the the question, the problem is you've got thirty five states now in the country that give tax movie tax incentives. The Hollywood's laughing on their way to the bank. They just play one state off an X and say, Oh well, you know, you're gonna give us twenty percent? Well Michigan will give us thirty percent. There, there's you, What it reminds me of is all the cities and states that throw their bank accounts at professional sports teams to build them stadiums right. so they'll come who won't leave. And yet, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't help the towns at all. Detroit's got four major sports teams, and yet it's still got high poverty, high unemployment, uh, high murder rate. Having a four sports teams downtown hasn't, hasn't helped any of
0: that. It, Perhaps we have a cool stadiums. Stadium, let's let's just say. <laughs> yeah, it's you know, a really cool I went stadium. to Little
1: Caesars Arena for the first time this week at Seabury Randall. It wasn't the big place to the is. And I'll, and I'll <laughs> say this
4: about Detroit: to, to, it was nice. It, did you it see, it see my, in my Madison, mom? Detroit and Michigan spend less on giving money to billionaire team owners than, than most places do. Right. So they do better than that. But but still, if. Perhaps the better place to put your uh, tax dollars would be on the homeless and the hungry and the uh, improving education. So that's
0: not a real tourist trap. Yeah. I worked that out a long time. Okay. I did it with a straight face, did I? Hey, come and see, come and see no, the homeless there in Detroit. <laughs> the, the, pr- the problem is people get
4: their eyes wide open. We're gonna have, I remember when the last one was in here, some guys seriously told me, but don't you think it's a psychological boost the fact that if you're, you, you're in a restaurant you might see Clint Eastwood oh yeah that's, oh, what, kind that's of it. What
0: there I mean. is that yeah oh um, uh,
4: yeah okay I would but, think if I was hungry a better psychological boost would be to be fed
0: <laughs> well, no, but I, he's so, talking I, to a chair I know <laughs> 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 there's Clint talking to that chair it's, again. It's, um, it's, stop <laughs> talking to a chair I, you know, <laughs> 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 I think you, you can know, could actually oh tie <laughs> these two things together Rich and have a reality series about homeless people yeah oh uh, god no.
3: <laughs> oh, wait, and then, no and then give no, no you know buy no. a dark
0: city you know I, I don't know it, I, I think you might be onto something
4: you know it might be it might be a great idea and it's, it's fun to have that type of stuff and it's produced uh, produced jobs why not the problem is and 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 this is going to be a topic of my next book uh, when people when people won't talk about facts, which is which is righteous rules
0: ah ooh, the three got a good name good. for it
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the name, I'm great at names. I'm a little short on the actual the content. Yeah, the content. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got a title for it. It's <laughs> kind of the same for this that, show, Rich. Uh, yeah. that's, what, that's what editors are for. I think, right. you know? <laughs> but no, no, if, if they won't, if they're not a, willing to find out the facts, then there's probably something kind of shaky underneath. And you can't get facts about these movie credits. It's all, oh, it's going to be great. Oh, it's going to be great. Well, okay. Show me Show me the money. Well, you know. Uh,
0: I don't think we've solved anything again okay. today.
4: I mean, no, I no, we haven't. We haven't, and I don't even know if this bill is coming up to vote. But uh,
1: it, I it, think it, they it, are planning, and by the way, it is bipartisan. I guess there are a couple of Republicans who have signed on to it.
4: Okay. Um, uh, but, I guess to sort of wrap The last things time up. it passed with one negative vote, right. Nancy Cassidy's out of vibe in the House and the Senate. And then we found out that most of them didn't know what it was My <laughs> tax credit. They thought, they thought it meant that, well, they'll come in here and whatever taxes they'd have to pay, they won't have to pay as much. No, it was actually a rebate. Right,
1: it was just a, was right, there. here's your check. Yeah. Um, I mean, I suppose the, the, to wrap this discussion up, I, I guess the larger discussion, though, is really about how we apply these tax rebates uh, in Michigan because yes. the film thing draws a lot of attention, a lot of people, because it's, it's Hollywood, the yeah. then you get the whole liberal conservative argument that gets tossed in there, um, but the fact of the matter is, is that the state, under both Republican and Democratic governors, showers corporations with hundreds of millions yes. of dollars and ultimately billions
4: of dollars in tax credits.
1: And so we don't
0: know where all that kind of transparency on that is either. Then,
4: so uh, it's pretty. It's I even you no. Know, I think I think you got make a really good point there. And back back a million years ago, when John Engler first came into office, he said he wasn't going to do that stuff. We're not going to pick winners and losers. If I if instead of giving tax breaks, that that Means our taxes are too high. We'll just lower taxes for everybody. We're not going to pick winners and losers. And then some big company went to Indiana right. instead of Michigan, and he changed his tune entirely. Right. It's pretty hard to be the only purist in the in the group, you know. Yeah. So, exactly. so anyway, well, we did, did we solve? We solved a lot. Another we? issue
0: unsolved, which is righteous rigmarole. Which is rules of righteousness. Well, rigmarole. Uh, okay. we well, we'll, we'll rename the segment, hours. I guess. <laughs> it's All insane. right, Have a great week. Yeah, we'll talk I to you will. this Friday. Bye. All right. Okay. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. All right of All course, right. Uh, yeah. hey, uh, we have a match for this week. With, children's, uh, with Orchard's Children's Services, and that just happens to be Ashley. Absolutely. Ashley, described as a happy, funny, smart,
1: and caring, a very friendly and outgoing uh, young lady. Uh, loves to make new friends wherever she goes. Uh, she's 15 years old. Ashley is good at playing the piano and would love to take piano lessons in the future. She loves murder mystery shows such as Criminal Minds and Law and Order. Uh, Ashley enjoys riding horses and spending time outside playing all sports. Ashley uh, is just uh, one of the kids at Orchard's children's services is uh, working with to try and find a forever home and if you think you have home uh, uh, room in your heart or your home for someone like ashley and just want to learn more get a hold of orchards children's services just orchards.org
0: and uh, you can find out more information there Yes, you can, John. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. Uh, Murphy's Family Auto has been a big supporter of us, and we do appreciate Glenn and the team, at uh, and Dennis as well, at uh, Murphy's Family Auto. If you're having any car troubles or want to get the uh, car prepared for winter that's coming up around the corner, uh, see our friends at Murphy's Family Auto. They'll take care of you, whether it's brakes, transmission, uh, engine problems, electrical, they take care of that too. Tell them Mike and John sent you, and you'll get a 5% discount off your bill. Yeah. How about that? Mike, the Mike and John incentive. And in
1: fact, uh, I believe our host, uh, Jordan Jenso, uh, yes. also went and got some work done there recently and uh, gave him a big thumbs His up. His nose looks great. <laughs> <Yeah>. No, there's <laughs> only so much work they can do. No. So, uh, yeah, Murphy's Family Auto. Uh, check him out online,
0: murphysfamilyauto.com. Your car knows. Yeah. Mike and John, 5% off. Jordan. Jordan Genso's nose. All right. Apparently knows. Uh, are we going to the uh, theater or are we... Uh, we're bringing in J.D. Um, uh, what did I write down? You, you wrote the theater. <laughs> okay, but you we're you J.D.'s do. picture up. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> 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 sorry. Right. I'm just checking. I don't want to get yelled at again. <laughs> I, I don't know. I didn't For yell following the script. <laughs> <I'm sorry. It's> <laughs> really, <laughs> following the show. Uh, really questioning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Okay. question my, my integrity, own, William. My own listing? Good morning. Good morning, John. It's Mike and John. How are you doing? Fine. How are you guys today? We're, we're doing very well. And uh, you, of course, with the uh, Community Theater of Howell. And uh, you're going to be wrapping up your Summer Suspense
1: Series this Sunday, August 27th, at Community Theater of Howell uh, at the, uh, of course, uh, CTH's uh, facility there at the Howell High School freshman campus with The Thin Man.
3: Correct. Yeah, tell us about it. Well, we've um, decided to pick up for our suspense series one that also has some light like, comedy aspects to it, so we picked one of Dashiell Hammett's most classic works. Most people remember him for The Maltese Falcon, but The Thin Man actually went on to spawn six different feature films uh, due to the fascinating characters in it, which of course are Nick Charles and Nora Charles. And we've decided to uh, take that and cap our show, uh, our series off with it. And, and,
1: John, you're, you're directing uh, this production. Um, and did you direct all three
3: of the Summer Suspense series? Yes, yeah. I uh, directed all three of them. It's been a, a great pleasure working with the great folks out there at CTH.
1: And, and, and so this is done, and again, we, I know we've talked to you in the past about this, but this is done kind of like an old radio drama on the stage.
3: It's very similar. We're really focused on this year. We're classic works of literature, and we're doing uh, what they call dramatic readings. So, you know, the, we don't have the radio show uh, look and feel to it, but we do have people standing up with scripts at, at mics, reading it with a bit more uh, dramatic input, if you will. Um, a lot of people do tend to kind of close their eyes and just let them paint in the tapestry uh, of the show that they've got going on. So the format's similar, yes.
0: And and how have the audiences been through the other uh, the other performances?
3: audiences have been very very good uh for uh, you know uh, a saturday a- afternoon i think a lot of folks come in they uh, see the show they go down to how have a nice dinner uh but we've done very well being very pleased yeah and uh, by the way the, the it is air conditioned there so <laughs> you know, yeah, that, yes it is With a lot of
0: folks without power that is a i was big just gonna block. say that's you know. the selling point right now <laughs> I no, other than the great play yeah. but uh so this is the final performance this sunday
3: this is the final performance. Okay. What we really want to do is kind of bridge that summer gap, give people an opportunity that want to perform to come in and do it, and give folks that are looking for something to do on a Saturday afternoon to come in and enjoy something for free while they're out and about and, uh, and out. Yeah,
1: so uh, The Thin Man, this Sunday, August 27th, Community Theater of Howell. And, uh,
0: What's it, the show
3: time? Yeah. Showtime is 4 p.m. Doors open at
0: 3.30. Perfect. And as you said, folks can come and see the show and then uh, hit downtown Howell for dinner. Oh yeah, one of great things down there. Yeah, Sorry. absolutely. It's, uh, sounds like a great time, and uh, thanks for joining
1: us, John. John Slemp, director for the Thin Man, as the Community Theater of Howell wraps up their summer suspense series this Sunday uh, at the uh, CTH facility at the Howell High School freshman campus. Thanks, John. Yep. You bet. Well, thanks for having me. All right, and, absolutely. You
0: know, I was uh, I was thinking back about uh, the past few days, toss back trivia, and I think you've you've dominated. I hate to say it that way, but I think you've dominated throughout. The past ever ever since the move, actually, I well, think since it's been since JD has been sitting right next to you yeah. during these competitions, <laughs> I think you have dominated. Am I right on that? I I I, I don't know what you how you could be referring. Uh, I'm just saying maybe you're looking out of the corner of your eye, your peripheral vision. Oh, I d- I
5: doubt that. I you, doubt you don't that. think
0: so, Jeff? You got it covered over there? No, but you are at like
5: 13-13 and Cougars at three.
0: Okay. All right, well, Cougar can't win today, so we got that going for Wait, us.
5: Thirteen, thirteen, Like thirteen, thirteen. Mockingbird Lane? <laughs> are we doing a Munster's trivia? No, 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 no. <laughs> we are, if we were, exactly. <laughs> I would definitely just throw in the towel. <laughs> All right. Well, and I was going to say, the, the thin man at at, uh, at the community theater, that is awesome. I love that movie. Like yeah, oh, yeah.
1: Series. Oh, classic, classic movies, yeah.
5: That's what I used to think rich people were like. Just (laughs) drinking and smoking. Right, right. (laughs) And that
1: were carefree and fun, and now we know they're really just jerks. And
5: they're still drinking and smoking and carefree. (laughs) And (laughs) then, lastly, for Rich Pilberg, we call him Pilberg too,
3: if you want. He's a pill.
5: I work for Volkswagen, so the Avengers headquarters is actually the Porsche (laughs) headquarters in Atlanta, right there Ah, at the airport. Right. And then one of my best friends, His uh, his church was used for. A series, oh, and uh, wow. once the church found out that the series was oh. Ozark, they oh. decided
0: this probably not a real not good, really good, good way not for us to take with money. The, uh, in. Yeah, well, <laughs> that collection basket was full, but <laughs> 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 we're gonna have to rethink that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. There's uh-huh. pluses and minuses,
5: as they say. Oh, sorry, I misspelled my password. <laughs> We are going to actually talk about, it comes up with frequency, the amount of times that Freddy's ascot comes up on this program. Oh, from Scooby-Doo.
0: So we're going to talk
5: about characters, kind of little Uncle Billish characters with ascots and scarves. Oh, wow.
0: And I wonder if Fred's ascot is in like the Smithsonian or something, <laughs> you know, a cartoon drawing of it.
5: Uh, could be. You
0: know, could I be. I mean, it is pretty iconic. Right.
5: So,
1: here's hey, no our Googling. first no one. No Googling. I was going to see where his ass
0: got oh. is. <laughs> Around <laughs> his <laughs> neck. All right. Fred's ass got... <laughs> <Scott>.
5: Oh. <laughs> one S. So, over in Jellystone Park, yes. Yogi Bear, he has a girlfriend. Hey, boo-boo. <laughs> it's not boo-boo. No. Uh and she is, always no wearing, she is always wearing a yellow scarf. What's the name uh, of Yogi's girlfriend? Uh, I can see her. I know that. Is it I Cindy know. Bear, Penelope Bear, Susie Bear, or Joni Bear? Definitely ends in a e. In a bear. bear.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: You want me to go first? You can go. Or you want to go first? Go ahead. Okay. I
5: think it's Cindy
1: Bear.
0: It is Cindy Bear. Yeah.
1: Well, oh, it just sounded right. Yeah. Okay, yes, Cinder. it is It is Cindy Bear. Hey, okay.
0: Cindy Baby. Boom,
1: boom.
5: Right. <laughs> <laughs> Go play. <laughs> Here's a picnic basket. <laughs> hey, Yogi, Yogi <laughs> with his tie on collar and a
0: pants. I don't know, Yogi. <laughs> Can Elgie <laughs> come out and play? No, he's in the city right now. Keep an eye out for Smith. Are there any
5: other bears that wear hats? Yeah. And a tie with a collar, but
1: no shirt. Uh,
5: well, we've taken a beloved childhood thing and just <laughs> thrown it in the a- dirt. Okay, so Andale, Andale, ariba, Arriba, Epe, 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 Iha. Not been heard. From this cartoon character in some years mm, yes. so speedy gonzalez cartoons were pulled in 1999 right some stereotypes but uh in 2006 volkswagen actually licensed uh speedy to come back and promote the new golf now uh, uh, speedy always wore a sombrero he had his white shirt on but he always had what color oh. scarf bandana yeah he did was it yellow blue red or green I think it was red.
0: Yeah, I think it was red too. Yeah.
5: Wow. This is unheard of. Oh, yeah, two yeah, for two. four, two. For two, two. For
3: two. two, for two. <laughs> All right. One or two in
5: the In the shape of a podcast. <laughs> so the adoptive father of Margot, Edith, Agnes, husband of Lucy, boss of the Minions, grew and is mm. often wearing a scarf, a gray and black striped scarf. I find this interesting because his twin brother's name is Drew, but Gru is his last name. Drew Gru. What? What is Gru's first name? Is it Gustav, Boris, Felonius, or Robert?
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's Gru's first name? I want to say Gustav, but I don't think that's Gustav right. Gustav Gru. I'm
0: uh, gonna say Felonius. It does sound very cartoonish, doesn't mm-hmm. it? I think it's Robert. Okay, Bob grew All right. Well, Gustav, I took from a Bond
5: movie, and <laughs> Boris was Boris Badenoff. It yes. is felonious.
0: Uh-huh.
5: And Robert was his dad.
0: oh uh-huh. uh-huh. see, I was close. Was you, were right close. you were close. You <laughs> were <was really> close. Relatively <laughs> close. All right. <laughs> it's bad. Get out. <laughs> I should <have to> just walk <laughs> that hot. off right now.
5: <laughs> All right. Uh. Amanda Priestley. The demanding fashion editor in Runway magazine and The Devil Wears Prada. She wears a series of scarves. Right. Always the best, perfect. There are tons of cameos that appear in this film, designers, models, but there are no other fashion edit magazine editors. And this is because, for fear of retribution from this person, and it is the person that Meryl Streep used for the inspiration. Who is that? Is that Vogue editor? Anna Winter, is that Cosmo editor Jessica Pitt Pels, current Harper Bazaar editor Samir Nazir, or current Elle editor Nina Garcia? Who is Miranda Priestley? You should know. Mike? What was the second one? The second one was Cosmo editor yeah, Cos- Jessica yeah.
0: Pels. Yeah. That's the one. You're going with Jessica. All right.
5: I think it was. I think it was Anna Winter. It is absolutely the Vogue editor, Anna Winter. Yeah. (gasps) What are you specifically? It it was (laughs) the glasses. You know your fashion. Oh, the big glasses. glasses. Clearly, I know my fashion. (laughs) Wasn't that like Joey's? uh, (laughs)
0: Joey's (laughs) 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 Asian friends with those big glasses and a (laughs) a cigarette. (laughs) That's how I picture that editor. Oh my God. All right. I I had a strong start, but you did. Much like uh, the Tigers. <laughs> the Tigers are a five hundred <laughs> team, except for
5: ten, a ten game winning streak, ten, <laughs> ten games. They've lost <laughs> ten in a row, and yeah, five so. Yeah. so maybe you need me to sit over there next time, and then Michael. See
1: oh, maybe we could, yeah. Yeah, how about we that? Arrange that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Maybe All right. next
5: time. A try we'll try that out. Way to be a big, big victor there, Jim. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> I try.
0: All right. Not we'll do it again next week. JD, thanks for popping yep. in. Yeah, thank morning. you, JD. We'll As always, appreciate it. Yep. All right. It's uh, time for our highlights in history. This week, there were some very interesting things. I really had to narrow this down out did of you all, the, all the. I, I kind of did. It was on this, this week in 1771. And it ties in with some of the things we've been talking about today. The first little person ever seen in the U.S. was put on exhibition ah. in Boston. Oh. Uh-huh. You know it was kind of like the bearded lady at the circus it's like come and see the little guy in what year 1771 oh, okay 1771 so you know, we hadn't seen like everybody was tall back then <laughs> if you go into the go to Greenfield village yeah. and you walk in those houses they're small oh, right. so can you imagine how little the little person was I don't know that that translates that <laughs> way. <laughs> I don't believe it.
4: Everything was smaller. <laughs> and those, those little
3: houses—it
4: was
0: perfect for them. <laughs> the little pens <laughs> and little quills. Oh my goodness! Look at those little pens. The mini pens. <laughs> okay, 1853. Uh, Chef George Crum of Saratoga Springs prepared the first of what were to be called potato chips. And the real lesson to be learned here is, at the bottom of the bag, there was all these little pieces. Right. And that's how they became called crumbs. Really? No. Yeah, go with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's <all>. how <laughs> it It could have. <Okay. laughs> I wasn't there. You almost had me. Uh, the adding machine, a precursor, uh, precursor to the modern computer, was patented by William Burroughs this week in 1888. Oh. Billy Burroughs, they call him. All right. Double B. Yeah, Burroughs
1: Corporation used to have a a place here in Brighton.
0: Yeah, where the
1: um, that restaurant used to be. But
3: But it's not Burroughs or the restaurant. What was that place
1: called? Had the outdoor patio. It was uh, Wooden Spoon. No, 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 no. It was the we did a couple remotes there. I can't remember. (laughs) Martini Bar and Grill. No, no, no. It was Uh, way (laughs)
0: out in the by the, the thing in the. Okay. We're too old, can't remember. Burroughs doesn't know either. 1923, the city of Kalamazoo, yes, Kalamazoo, in Michigan, banned dancers mm. from staring into each other's eyes. Wow, because that led to well, yeah, sure, Kalamazoo. So they just stared at each other's chests, <laughs> or they they kind of moved outside the property line of Kalamazoo. I'm over here. I'm looking. Amelia Earhart became the first woman to fly nonstop across the U.S. this week in 1932. Traveled from L.A. to Newark, New Jersey, just over 19 hours. Tom Johnson, very popular name. This Tom Johnson in hmm. 1973 this week was a member of the Doobie Brothers. He was arrested in California on charges of marijuana possession. What? Get out of here! Here's a Doobie with a Doobie. Uh. What doobie you be? You be the doobie. And 2007, this week, the hashtag was invented and first used in a tweet by a U.S. product designer named Chris Messina. The hashtag. Wow. All he did was take the little piece from the phone in the left the, corner. The little checkerboard, the checker tic tac yeah. that had a slant to it, and called that it a hashtag. Amazing. You know, it's funny you say that because
1: just last night I learned where the the word meme came from meme no meme. meme yeah yes meme yeah where did it come from uh it was actually uh you know i thought it was uh, something that was uh, you know invented by the computer people like this guy here or whatever uh no it was actually from evolutionary biologist richard dawkins who came up with the that was the dawkins meme yeah it was a dawkins
0: Doc you and that he one. could have called it the doc <laughs> instead of a me. <laughs> you think about it, saying. i call it, oh, you put yeah. a doc on that. Yeah. You got any docs of that? But no, it's a me. No, it's a it me. Well, we learned a little something during our history lesson today. Oh, did we ever? And you know what we need to learn? What, what did we f- learn? <laughs> <laughs> Just wondering. The first little person was on this I have to switch this over so we oh, can yeah, talk sorry. to Bonnie. Okay. All right. Let's see if Bonnie yeah. answers today with the last word. Great, Bonnie Runyon. Yes. We need a final word. It's Doc. Right, maybe Bonnie's not going to answer our call today. She could be out. Oh, she might have. Yeah. yeah. Good morning. You've reached Bonnie Runyon. Right.
4: It's a great day. Hope you're all having a good one. Leave a message and I'll get back with you.
0: Bye-bye. Right, I, bye. I guess we're, we're going to leave the last word. Let's leave the last yeah. word. What should right. it be? Hey Bonnie, it's Mike and John. We we're hoping for the last word from you, but instead we've come up with the last word for you. And that last word is Goodbye. Silence. That's the last. <laughs> <word>. <laughs> so No, the, the last word is whisper. Oh. People pay more attention. When you whisper. When you whisper. Yes. Is your broker E.F. Hutton? If you want to capture <laughs> someone's attention, whisper. All right. (laughs) Well, we'll talk to you next. No snorting while whispering. No, no, not snorting. (laughs) No, that wouldn't work. That wouldn't work. All right, Bonnie. Have a great week. We hope you have power. We hope everybody's okay in the Running Clan. We'll talk to you next Friday. All right. right. And And for everybody else, we'll see you next time. I suppose. Giggling with Mike and John. Tune in next time and giggle on.